Well, look, we know politics can be a particularly dirty place. And now not one, but two U.S. Senate candidates say that they have been given offers to abandon their campaigns vying for that position against uh, uh, to run for U.S. Senate here in the state of Michigan, but to instead run against Rashida Tlaib, who, of course, is the only Palestinian member of of the House and has been an outspoken critic of of Israel and has taken some, in, in my view, different positions on this conflict between Hamas and Israel. First, it was Hill Harper saying that he received a $20 million basically buy if he would run against Rashida Tlaib instead of running for U.S. Senate. Now, Nasser Badoon, a civil rights advocate and businessman from Dearborn, who is also running for U.S. Senate, claims the same. And he joins us this afternoon on JR Afternoon. Nasser, good to have you. How are you? I'm well. Uh, talk to me a little bit about how all this came about. When, when did this $20 million offer come across your desk? Well, November 10th, uh, a mutual friend of mine set up a meeting with Lon Johnson, the former chair of the Democratic Party. And basically in that meeting, um, you know, Lon Johnson said that if I were to run against Rashida Tlaib, that, you know, there's that, you know, the pro-Israel group would you know, probably about $20 million into a campaign, $10 million direct finance campaign contributions, and $10 million in PAC money. And what was your reaction to that? It was kind of, uh, you know, shocked. And, you know, I, w- I wasn't even going to consider the offer because, first of all, Rashida's a good friend of mine. Second, she's doing a great job. And third, you know, it just shows showed me just reinforced how corrupt politics is. And, you know, for anybody with money, they think they can buy anybody in elected office. I mean, $20 million, that's a that's quite a, a deal. But but you didn't take it. You said you didn't consider taking it um, because of your friendship with, with Rashida Tlaib, the congresswoman um, out of Detroit. But it, no, it, well, not, not only because of my friendship. But I know what that money was for. What was it for? Um, you know, basically, there's, you know, first of all, let's clear one thing. Mm-hmm. You weren't going to give me the money. Sure, sure. <laughs> Your campaign. You was going to campaign, sure. finance a campaign against Rashida. Uh, second of all, it basically serves a purpose to try and remove uh, anybody that's not 100% backing the pro-Israel agenda from the United States Congress. And APAC has already said that they are going to spend $100 million to remove uh, the squad, Mm -hmm. which is made up of Arabs, Hispanic, African-American members of Congress that don't toe the line when it comes to Israel. And so, you know, basically what APAC is doing is they want to shut down any debate, anything that has to do with the state of Israel, Anything it wants for Israel has to be unequivocal. And every member of the House and every member of the Senate has to vote the way they want them to vote. Mm. What is your stance on the conflict between Israel and Hamas? Well, first of all, I don't look at it as a conflict between Israel and Hamas. 
I look at it as an ongoing conflict that has been going on between Israel and the Palestinians. My view on it is that we have to resolve this issue. We have to, you know, basically find a solution and put this thing to bed. How big is is this becoming in your in your uh, campaign for for U.S. Senate here in the state of Michigan to take over, try to take over Debbie Stabenow's seat? Has this become issue number one in your mind? What 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 is the the pecking order? Do you believe? Well, currently, right now, my anti-APAC approach has been number one in my campaign. And, you know, I'm not, it's not anti-Semitism because there's a lot of Jews who also do not support APAC and what they're doing and how they are managing to um, basically hijack American foreign policy when it comes to the Middle East and support the Netanyahu government. So right now, with this com this conflict is resolved, it is one of my main pillars of the campaign. You, you, you mentioned anti an anti APAC stance. What, what is it about about APAC that that you find so distasteful, or or something that you don't stand for? Well, APAC and all the other major lobbying, uh, you know, uh, organizations that basically buy the influence in Congress. You know, a lot of these House members and Senate members will not take a principled position because it might affect their relationship with APEC. And APEC's strategy is, you know, either you vote the way we want or we're going to find somebody that will. And all you have to do is look at the Cory Bush race down in St. Louis. You know, a guy similar to me and Hill was running for U.S. Senate to take on Josh Howley. And then all of a sudden, he dropped out of the race, and he is going up against uh, Cory Bush. Now, what I want to see in the future is let's see where his campaign financing is going to come from and how much money he's going to raise mm. and to see if APAC has their hands all over it. If it, if it happened to Hill Harper, it happened to you, these offers of, of $20 million to your campaign, do you think that somebody could – could take the bait? You think somebody would bite on that chance? Do you, do you think that they're going to offer it again to somebody here in Michigan? Oh, they, I mean, they spent $5 million to support Adam Hollier in the 13th district. Um, they will spend the money it takes because they cannot afford to have somebody that, you know, has a different point of view in the U.S. Congress that's, you know, maybe pro-Palestinian, pro-peace. Yeah. And, I, I, and I'm sure somebody will, you know, but they have to find a credible candidate. Sure. No, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, Nasser Badoon, thank you so much for your time. Uh, appreciate it and uh, appreciate the insight on what happened here. It's uh, particularly interesting. Thank you. Chris. Yeah, you got it. That's Nasser Badoon, who is a candidate for U.S. Senate here in the state of Michigan. I wanted to bring this up, too. Um, there has been, you know, throughout history, there has been different stances against you know, the tobacco industry or the vaping industry, whatever it is. Well, now France set to ban smoking on beaches and in public parks, uh, according to the health ministry, in an effort to go tobacco free by 2032. The French health minister, Arielene Rousseau, 
said that smoking on beaches, public parks, forests, and other public spaces, including close to schools, will soon be banned in France. And while he didn't give an exact time frame, he did say that it could be implemented as early as next year. Also, that cigarettes are going to go up in cost to $13, $14 by 2027. Do you think that would cut down on smoking? I mean, probably, but they talk about the amount of tobacco-related deaths per year, at 75,000 tobacco-related deaths per year, and that they want to take a, 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 a plan, put it in place to stop trivializing smoking. This leisure aspect of smoking has to go, he said. That's very interesting. Wondering if other countries will follow that lead. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. Got to take a break. More coming up next right here on JR Afternoon. 